Welcome to the Dad Bod Pod. I'm your host, Jamie Schleicher. With me is our intern and favorite try host, Seth. Welcome back to the pod. Do, 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 do. We, that's uh, all that, that's all you got. That's all you need. But the good news, we're coming at you with, with a quick hit this week. We're just going to grip it and rip it, <laughs> run through it real quick, because we're talking rocket ships. Who are the league winners? Last year, everybody was panicking. Heightened last, states of anxiety. Last week. Time, <laughs> I haven't been able to keep track of time since the pandemic. So last year, last week, same Too thing. Sure. Sure. But last week, everybody was, was panicking. We gave them good reasons of why they were going to finish in last, each and every one of them. But this week, we need all the false hope we can get. So we're talking rocket ships. Who is one player on each team, whether you're in last place, shout out Zach, or first place, that can take you to the promised land, catapult you to new heights, into the stratosphere, and dad bod infamy. <laughs> so let's let's get into it, because I think Seth has like 10 minutes to record this pod. So, the micropod you've all been waiting for. You, you wanted it. Last week, we gave you the marathon. <laughs> Seth had that epic 25-minute monologue to kick us off, talking about the robbery. This week, no personal anecdotes. Nope. I have a nephew getting adopted on Friday. Boom! I could tell you a story about giving an impromptu best man speech a couple weeks ago, but we're not going to do it. We're, no. not talking, we're not talking about our personal lives. We're talking about our fantasy lives. This is going to be like high school track practice 50 pounds ago when I didn't have the dad bod and you'd have to do like a fart lick, you know, sprint to the front of the column, keep on jogging, sprint, jog, sprint, jog, go, go, go. Go. Oh. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, in... Number the 10 spot, Mr. Irrelevant, avoided a rename from me, but you know what? Could still finish 10 and 4. It's Zach, the commissioner. Looking at this lineup, who is going to take Zach to the promised land, the championship? I am going to say it's old man Tom Brady. What are we doing if not dad budding here? I see, and I'm not just saying that, that's the best, most consistent. Tom is about to get angry. Angry Tom plays. He's going to have all his wide receivers. He's going to be throwing four or five touchdowns a game. And uh, Leonard Fournette's going to break down. Tom Brady is Zach's league winner. How about number nine, (laughs) Matt? Uh, the man always looking for a rocket ship and never finding one in his mind. <laughs> Matt and his chaotic quests to work the waiver wire, to draft no studs, but to find this rocket ship. It's his search for the Holy Grail. And, you know, Josh Jacobs, number one scoring mm-hmm. running back this past week, has increased his utilization week over week. I think if, if there's one player here who has a talent profile and potentially the opportunity to actually produce at that first round talent level, Josh Jacobs 
continues his his remarkable streak in number one running back position. <clears throat> that or one of the rookie wide receivers. I think that's the case. The question is, is will Matt embrace the rocket ship or just keep on trucking? It's, you know, having a league winner is also a state of mind and you have to believe you've got it. All right. Well, if there's one thing Matt has done right this season, it's take a dump on Michael Binn's team, Louisiana Purchase, which very soon could be Napoleon's blunder uh, after getting shellacked by our own Jamie Schleicher by over 70 points. Uh, but you know what? Michael could still win rocket ship wise. I think Khalil Herbert is this year's Odell Beckham Jr. Like Odell's rookie year. The running back job is his. And the truth is it's sort of like Saquon and the Giants. He's all that Chicago has right now. And so him running wild, maybe it opens up more than five throws a game from Justin Fields, but Michael could still finish 11 and three, and it's going to be on the back of Khalil Herbert flex position extraordinaire. That's my call. Uh, my bold prediction. I'm sticking to it. Who's taking your team to the promised land? You know, I want to say Kyle Pitts is the rocket ship. But Arthur Smith refused to play his good players. And he said, I think it was last week, that it's not fantasy football. He's just out there trying to win football games. But I don't see how not playing your best players, arguably one of your only offensive weapons, is going to help you win real-life football games. So if Arthur Smith can cut it out and just make it happen, I think Kyle Pitts is, is the rocket ship here. Yeah. If, nothing, if, if nothing else, I'll say something about that too. I think that's right in part because you're like grounded at like Cape Canaveral right now with Kyle Pitts. Like he is a rocket ship. We know this. It's not one of these like gambles on the wave or anything. You've just had some weather delays. NASA isn't happy with what they're seeing. You know, a screw came loose. But Kyle Pitts is your rocket ship, and if he takes off, easy league winner. The bottom three right now, Ben's, Matt, Zach, they need to take the cart to the locker room to kind of get something going and clear their systems. You could make it in a clinch walk uh, right now. You've turned things around. You scored a ton of points. Um, Yeah, just tighten up. Tighten up everything, tighten up that bod, <laughs> and uh, make it to the bathroom, get get Kyle Pitts ready, and put the spacesuit back on, and you're there. Uh, that- yeah, you talked about it a little bit. I was right up there with Sean this week for most points scored in the league, mm. and that was with Jalen Hurts, who had been crushing it the first three weeks, putting up less than 16 points, and Kyle put it, Pitts put up a measly three points. Yeah. So if, if Kyle Pitts wants to actually contribute to this party, he could be the rocket ship. Right. I am going to get a little boring with dumb Stephen Luck here, who's number six, always scary, always to be feared, put up a bunch of points. Um, boring in that Patrick Mahomes is his rocket ship. He's, he's good at football, as we uh, hot took it 
on uh, Sunday night. He, this isn't, this is like my Tom Brady thing, except Patrick Mahomes is actually going to do it. He's at least going to have four or five touchdowns every day um, and can make up for uh, a range of other uh, roster fallacies as well as probably just a lack of attention to the roster that we sometimes ascribe to Steven. I'm going to give honorable mention to Brees Hall, though. So Patrick Mahomes is Steven's ticket, and I don't like anyone else for it, to be honest, um, except for maybe Brees Hall. Yeah, I think Brees Hall is the direction I'm going to go with this one. Mm. Um, You know, I, I think you covered a good amount on Pat Mahomes, so I won't subject you to my harangue here. But I, I think Brees Hall, especially come the playoffs, which me and Steven are battling it out there for the last spot right now. So he's going to have to move up a little bit so I don't overpass him. But if, if he can make the playoffs, I think that's right around the time that Brees Hall could become that rocket ship and take him to the promised land. Mm-hmm. I like it. What about Eric's neat team? He doesn't score the most points. He doesn't have the most scored against him. But here he is, three and one, bringing in Brian's hot takes. Who's his rocket ship? Yeah, I think we're sticking with the guy who's been the rocket ship for the first few weeks. He was injured this past week, so he missed out on the most explosive game in the NFL, Seahawks and Lions. I think Amon Ra, St. Brown, is the rocket ship on this team because Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, they are that dude. They're doing what they expect. Right. But Amon Ra is the guy that he got a little bit cheaper in the draft, and he's outproducing some of these guys. So that's the rocket ship for me. That's right. I think I have to agree with that. I've even seen the term league winner kind of already ascribed to him in different fantasy articles that he was the pickup so far. And yeah, if the Giants can do that without him, or the Lions can do that without him, it it frees up more targets for him. I would probably throw an honorable mention to Tony Pollard if anything happens to Zeke, because boom, then you've got another super RB1 uh, going for you. But yeah, Monra St. Brown is the man if he can stay healthy. And I remember in our post-draft analysis, you had mentioned not really liking Eric's bench, especially compared to some other teams. But he's collected an interesting mix of team players on his team that, uh, you know, this is like a collection of rare Tamagotchis. Yeah, I I take that back. I'd like to give a little belly rub and feed little snacks to all of these guys, uh, especially Matt Stafford, who needs to get his mojo back. But uh, you're right. This is uh this is this is good stuff. This is a fun play. bench. Good it's a fun bench. And Jamal Williams went nuclear this week. I know, right? That's why they're not gonna rush my man Swift back. Which... Nuster, I could see overtaking Chase Edmonds. He's kind of taking him over in utilization and Chase is getting all the touchdowns right now. Yeah. But Raheem kinda looks like he's gonna be the guy there. Well, yeah, I think that's right. He got a lot of attention, and that's going to happen. Does this mean I have to pick my own rocket ship now that I'm sitting in number four? Yeah, the hammering messed us up, and I had to do my own. You have to do yours. Everything's out of whack. Well, There's hammers. 
<laughs> I don't know how Zach's going to edit out all these hammers, but he'll make it work. Well, I will say this as a little like teaser for what is going to be an extra, probably exciting waiver wire Wednesday uh, tomorrow morning. I don't know that there will be a lot of blown loads because I think some guys are going to put some money up, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, in my own separation of church and state, as I try to sort out what job I'm doing next, real anti-disestablishmentarianism here on my end, I spend way too much time looking at fantasy football articles. And a little spoiler alert, I'm going to dip my toe into the waiver tomorrow, so maybe my rocket ship is getting picked up. I don't know. Um, but I've always liked my bench. I like my players. If I had to pick it today with what's in front of me, I'm going to say that DeAndre Swift is my rocket ship. I hope he gets healthy, but I think he's capable of a lot of special stuff. And we've seen that Lions thing. It might not be the most exciting choice. Um, you know, you could throw in someone like DeAndre Hopkins or anything. I mean, regardless, I am winning the league. So <laughs> I like lots of my guys, but I'm going to go with Swift. Swift is like the guy who's just going to like, I think I've got two top three RB, uh, running backs, and that's my guy. Do you disagree? Oofta. That's my response to that. I'm groaning. I'm cringing over here. I can't even hear myself think there's so much hammering. Um, you sound like my old Glee Club conductor. He was of Norwegian descent. Every time we'd screw up something, he'd go, oofta. Oofta. I got to work in some of these Scandinavian words just in case Caleb's still listening to the pod. <laughs> That's right. Pour one out for Caleb. And if if Caleb comes back as a guest this year, maybe we come a Spotify exclusive. I don't know. That's Not right. committing to it, but just putting it on the table. Yeah, if we harangue him enough, I bet he would come back. But then again, we've harangued him before and then had to stop. But he did go uh, out a champion. About so the punishment that. that won't be named. That's yeah. right. DeAndre oh. Swift, I mean, there's not really any argument against it, but just for the the sake of throwing someone else out there, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the guy that you drafted to be a rocket ship mm-hmm. and stash him for the first six weeks. As he gets through that suspension, we're in week five, and I would say you've more than weathered the storm so far. So a guy who could come in and take over that wide receiver two or flex spot and be that that rocket ship for you could be deandre hopkins especially when buys start adding up and i dare say that the cardinals through injuries and just whatever's going on over there haven't been what we know they can be so i think they're definitely be drawing up for him to free up the other guys so i guess i agree with my nemesis that i'm gonna be awesome yeah i mean Ramondre Stevenson is kind of hanging out there as a potential rocket ship. You mentioned the waiver wire. Just curious, is your potential rocket ship pickup a wide receiver or running back? Just curious. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Both and. Uh, Both and. I'll say this. Uh, How many guys do you think are going to bid on DK Metcalf, king of the actually failed clinch walk. I would say 10, but Matt's out of money. 
So, so oh, he's definitely putting that still counts though if he puts in zero. So all ten. I I think all ten will put in a bid, including Matt at zero dollars. Um, it doesn't. I'll, hurt, I'll hurt. actually put it in the five to seven range, but I think you're crazy if you don't. Yeah, it's just what what's the price point that people are going in at? I know. Well, I I'm think, not going to tell you if I'm since I'm one of the ten. <laughs> yeah, um, you're you're definitely in there for sure. All right, Commissioner well, Emeritus. Just going back to the draft. Me and oh, you yeah. fought over every single player. So if I'm interested. I know you're going to bid. That's all right. We, we, we think alike. We win alike. Um, the commissioner Emeritus suffered his first loss, dropping him to third, but he's in third. Uh, who's his, who, who's good. Who is he going to ride to the championship? I'm going to go deep here. Oh. I'm going to say Jalen Warren. RB2 in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. But that is a juicy role that Najee Harris has. If he goes down, they've been really impressed with Warren so far. I think he's averaging like six yards a carry. Yeah. And he's just going to get every single touch there because that's how they do it in Pittsburgh. He beat out a couple of established veterans for that number two role. He's got a lot of talent. And if things break his way, you know, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, they're going to they're gonna ball out. And Jalen Warren could be the rocket ship to take him to the stratosphere. Yeah, I think, I think Travis is duly feared. And I think you're right. I mean, they're already shaking things up with uh, Pickett's coming in uh, as the new starting quarterback. He's going to spread it around to Pickens and all the others. And, yeah, they're not going to work, Najee. And I think there's already been some injury concerns. I like that. That's a fun take. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're looking for league winners. Uh, even if they don't play and put up the points, he still technically could be a league winner. He just didn't do it. <laughs> Congrats, Travis. You're going to win. All right. Big D, Brian, Gravy Train, also suffered his first loss, bumped him to second. His rocket ship, well, here I find myself then needing to agree with Brian's hot take that he's going to win the championship. Um, Still on track with all of his hot takes uh, from that podcast. I am going to say that Brian's rocket ship to glory for winning all the chips is to borrow a page from your playbook alexander madison i think uh cook potentially stays dinged up i think fournette's gonna get worn down um madison's at least gonna get i'll say five games as a starter at least and he's gonna put up solid points because Kirk Cousins has been uh, also taking a dump all over the field uh, the past few weeks. Um, And so, yeah, for me, I'll say Alexander Madison, who we know is an RB1 when given the chance. So similarly, that's the ticket to glory, solid bench stash. Um, That's why Brian's going to win and fulfill all his prophecies. 
Now, what about Sean, who I got to rename after week one and has since scored all the points and not looked back? Number one in the rankings, number one in points. Very fearsome. Um, that was me pronouncing uh, basaltic lava, not just filling space with ums and ahs. Um, and other vowelly diphthongs in our chaotic quest to get all these words in before I have to run. So uh, Sean's rocket ship, and then Jamie, you're going to have to get back on, because um, I got to run, is... C.D. Lamb. He has to do better, and I'm saying this to give you some fodder to chew on while I leave you hanging. Um, with the closing monologue. Dak Prescott's going to come back. Cowboys are still in it. 3-1, and one, Giants 3-1, and one, Eagles 4-0. Who knew the NFC East was the best conference, uh, division in the National Football League? Uh, CeeDee Lamb's going to eat. Um, the Cowboys are going to fight. They've got a fearsome defense. And, and also, I'm saying this out of the point that like he hasn't lived up to expectations. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is definitely going to be a WR1 the vast majority of remaining weeks. And that makes Sean even scarier because he hasn't exactly been getting that those points. Um, good luck with the hammering. I love you all. I will see you in the wastelands after the waiver wire boom tomorrow morning after I obsessively stay up until midnight Pacific time, checking if I got my guys and then not. But uh, good luck out there, people. Jamie, always a pledge. Seth, always great to go over some pot fodder with you and discuss this. I mean, you did completely blow that last take. Sure, I do love CeeDee Lamb. Dak Prescott sounds like he'll be out at least this week against the Rams, but could be back as soon as next week. Expect some elevated quarterback play at that point in time. And with the percentage that CD's been targeted this year, he's going to continue to eat and could get to that elite production. So I can see it. But the only right answer here was TJ Hawkinson, Mr. 36 point TJ Hawkinson, 179 yards two touchdowns and a two-point conversion, TJ Hawkinson. We talked about Sean's team last week and what could go wrong, and we were looking at the tight end position and maybe the flex, and TJ responded in style. So if he if he can put up a few more weeks like this, like that, that was one of the only cracks in the armor for Sean. And, man, he went off this week so i'd i'd go tj there but that is our short show for you this week after the marathon last week thought we'd hit you with a quick one get get things in and out and let everybody focus on what we anticipate being the most exciting waiver wire of the season so far matt sitting with zero dollars just watching it all but he leads the league in moves, so he'll make a few. Of this, you can be certain. But let us know in the group me who you think the rocket ships are. Who do we miss? Where did we get it wrong? Where specifically did Seth get it wrong? 
Hope you enjoyed the hammering. And if you didn't, you can go follow in a while.